0: We're going to talk New Zealand um, horses, how they perform, because we're seeing a few also in the Derby.
1: Just going to get an expert's point of view, Miles, because obviously there's New Zealand horses we've seen in Peritres, per- Praores, Prao West, uh, I can't even talk, Legato, and then we've got four in the Derby on Saturday at Randwick, so I can't wait to bring in the next guest.
0: Yeah, and our next guest is New Zealand racing broadcaster and expert, Aidan Rodley, who joins us on the line. Hello, Aidan.
2: Yeah, hi, Miles. how's things? Uh, yep, pleased to be joining you.
0: Hey, uh, Aidan, let's start with, um, I want to start with probably prowess and imperatories rather than legato. We'll get to that in a moment. But did either of those two shock you how dominant they were or was that an expectation from a New Zealand perspective?
2: Oh, when well, we saw Imperatriz go across and be installed favourite in an Australian sprint race, and obviously we we had uh, sort of pretty high hopes that she'd perform up to her New Zealand form. She is high class. She's won, what, 13 of 19 now, and she went over in really good form. Mark Walker's just tweaked her training in recent times, so just taken the jockey off her back and, and a lot of her track work, using the treadmill and, and the swimming poolers as sort of training tools, and she's just responded to that. She's uh, she's as sound as she's ever been, and we know she's always had the ability. And it was great to see her run up right up to her best New Zealand form to be winning that race, which which was great. And Pratt West, we just didn't know uh, we expected that from her, but obviously it's a little bit harder because the Australian uh, three-year-old fillies' forms are less exposed to us. Uh, but really nice to see her bringing her best form uh, you know, she's been top class right from her debut when she won by nine lengths in Maiden Company. Uh, she'd beaten the best of them uh, in Wait For Age Company, which, you know, was decent form. of the Campionessa, who was luckless uh, in running seconds gone on to run a, a really close-up sixth in the Australian Cup as well. So the, the form seems to be holding up really well, which is encouraging, especially here at this derby.
0: Uh, Legato uh, came over and and got it done as well. Can you remember in your time a more dominant patch in big races from Kiwis, like from a, a multitude of horses? Because I'm only young, but I can't remember a spread of horses like this in big races in a small pocket like this.
2: Yeah, maybe five or six years ago we had um Murray Baker and Andrew Forson with uh with a, a a decent sort of lot of horses around sort of the Mongolian Khan's and, and Turnby Loose and, and some of the good young horses that they had running around in, in, in derbies and things at the Shock. time. Um yeah, obviously there was some, some okay periods for us, but it's obviously it's a, it's a bit of a renaissance for us, uh, just being able to, to come back and, and have a, a really good lot of horses. Uh, and then not only with these four heading around in, in the derby, but a decent chances, is that then next weekend as well when we'll have uh, the New Zealand Oaks winter, winner, uh, Penny pennywicky coming across for the Oaks. You've got Le, Levante heading around in, in the Coolmore. Uh, and then we may even have Sydney Cup uh, horses after, after this weekend as well, with Asterix uh, going across and being in the chairman and, and and not without the without chances when we've seen him hitting the line really nicely and behind Prow West and Campionessa last time out as well.
1: Aidan, just on that, and Miles Rose a good point. Are the New Zealand horses and the, the crop you're sending over better than previous years, or is it a more of a reflection on the Australian horses? Do you feel?
2: I think we are probably a little bit better. And a lot of that may be around the COVID stuff that we weren't able to export so many horses, so there's been a few hung on to. Uh, although I don't know if that applies to the three-year-old crop. You know, the three-year-olds have normally gone over and, and been really competitive, especially the fillies. Uh, but this time round, you know, Prow West is really high class. Legado is really high class. Um, and obviously, sharp and smart. I mean, he might be just one out of the box. The other three that are in the Derby are, are, are typical sort of New Zealand horses that were sent over in a Derby in, in you know the last decade or so. Um, but you know, it's just whether that draw hinders sharp and smart or not, because he's clearly the yardstick. I've uh, got some really nice up-and-comers. Uh, certainly, Mark Twain was very good. And uh, the word from the Roger James Robert Wellwood camp was that. Uh, his work on Saturday morning was better than Pinarello's leading into his Queensland Oaks and uh, Queensland Derby win, should I say last preparation, so last year. So uh, that's a good sign for a horse who was, you know, closing in the best sectionals of of the New Zealand Derby and taking ground off sharp and smart, but. Uh, there, there's a case to say he was toying with them in in the uh, in the New Zealand derby and we know his previous form, you know, spring champion stakes in Sydney, so he's done it travelling he's run second in a Victorian derby when he maybe was just one run too far, uh, so we know he's got the quality and he, and he can cope with the travel as well.
1: Do you think um, yeah, let's talk about that derby, you've got four in the race obviously, you mentioned Sharp and Smart. he's an absolute star, he was beaten by Manzois in that derby, the Vic derby, do you think you just touched on it then. Was it one run too many or is he is he better than that? He was fantastic there, but just found Manzois one better. Um, so there's that question and then is he the pick from the four?
2: He's definitely the pick of the four. It's just the draw that's the one concern. Uh, he is definitely a better horse than what he was in the spring. You could say that Manzois might be as well. Uh, he just um, maybe just knocked off late in that Derby, and it was at the end of a long preparation. And don't forget, he'd he'd won the Gloaming, which had been put back a few days on a on a really testing wet track. Instead of going two weeks, two weeks going, and he was going, uh, I think sort of. 10 days into the spring champion stakes, which was a real gut buster. He had to really fight and and come from behind to win that and then go down to to Victoria and, and, and run such a game race in the Victorian Derby. Uh, so, you know, he had his excuses for defeat that day, but he was still very brave. He's just such an athlete. He He's one of the best three-year-olds, I think, we've had uh, certainly the staying horses for some time. He's won a weight age leading into... Uh, that Derby win, which was terrific, and he's travelled over there okay. It's been a long three-year-old season for him, and this will be his third Derby of the year as well, but uh, he just might be one out of the box.
1: He looks an absolute star, and a solid push there from Aiden Miles. Um, just quickly, you mentioned Sydney Cup and Oaks. Um, have you got a pick for us in the coming couple of weeks?
2: Yeah, well... It- Asterix is very good. He's had his foot problems over the years, but New Zealand Derby win showed that he was a horse of really high class. Uh, this has been a race that's been picked off by Wix Stables the before. They won it with uh, with Charles Road or Sir Charles Road, as he was known in Australia. So, or he was very close to doing it if he, if he didn't win it. Uh, so they've had. Um, certainly participation in that race before and he looks as though he's he's getting there at the right time Uh, Levante, we've heard that Damien Lane will take that ride that's only just coming out from Ken Kelso this morning Uh, him and Beva flying over there today Uh, he's really happy with the, the way that she's progressed and her form is up with the best of them. You know, they could have gone to a Doncaster and potentially been competitive, but this is a better race. Uh, Mustang Valley goes round in Doncaster on her very best form if there's any rain around, especially. Uh, she'd be some sort of hope. And yeah, Penny Wecky goes over there with a, a really good New Zealand Oaks win under her belt. So yeah, you've still got some, uh, some 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 decent horses to, to play out over that carnival. And just to say, yeah, what we'll see from maybe Sharp and Smart, if he wins this, See like him and the Queen Elizabeth, and wouldn't that be great? Just to measure them against, you know, a couple of the, the, the best weight for HS horses in the world.
0: Aiden, appreciate your time jumping on, mate. Best of luck with uh, some of these Kiwis. Uh, I, I don't mind you taking the distance money, but when you start taking the sprint money, we're going to start to worry, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, thanks, thanks for jumping on, mate. We'll chat again soon.
2: You're all the best wishes.